Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Raw Collective Podcast. It's been a while. It's been since December since we've been on here. So I know we're all super excited to be chatting to you today. And the conversation that we're going to have today is about women entrepreneurs, part two. So we're going to build on what we talked about a little while ago. But first of all, we are sitting in this most beautiful cafe and grocery store called the Alder Cafe and Grocery in Kenmore, Alberta. And so if you hear a dog barking or people talking in the background or dishes or anything that you would have in a cafe or grocery store, that's the vibe today. So I just want to say, come here and check this amazing place out. The coffee is delicious. The food is amazing. Um, I'm looking at the desserts right now and they look delicious too. Everything here is amazing. I really want a cookie. Do you want a cookie? Yeah, I want a cookie. That chocolate chip cookie over there is looking at me. So now you know if Andrea doesn't talk for a while, it's because she went to get a cookie. <laughs> she wants to get a cookie. I have also tried their meat department too here and had a few steaks from here and they were absolutely delicious. So come on down here. Even if you're just like needing a coffee right now, come down. There's room for you to sit and listen to us as we talk today. So we're going to dive right in, Christy and Andrea. We are here. Well, Happy New Year, because I haven't seen you guys yes. since the new year. But also, I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about how they're calling January Planuary, and I was like, oh, I love yeah. it. Like, I love planning yes the year or like the first six months yep. and just it feels like a reset right now and so that that term really stuck for me I love that actually you know what this is the first year that I removed like kind of released the pressure of feeling like I needed to plan everything for the year in my business by like January 1st like I used to try and plan in December to try and be like ready to hit the ground running and if that release of that expectation or that pressure has just made everything feel more in flow and like I'm actually enjoying planuary, as you call it. Interesting. Well, and I was feeling overwhelmed in December, like that exact thing, yeah. trying to get everything organized. And I ended up putting in dates with certain projects that then had to be taken back, like because nobody else was ready to plan yet. Um, but one thing that was different for us this year, too, is that we, our family went on a vacation an actual vacation and we didn't really have Wi-Fi, and I was like, this is great. So I actually had a break and got to come back to it in kind of a different sense. So now I'm sick, so who knows? <laughs> I mean, but like how good did that break feel? Oh my gosh, so good. So needed. So I had a little bit of a different start to my year, where it was like I was really sick. Yeah. Like since the end of November, ebbed and flowed, and then I hit us all over Christmas. So, and then, FOMO took over one day and my ego did. And when I was like, oh, I got to go for a walk with my uh, family because I need some fresh air. Being in the house when you're sick, you get a little crazy. And, uh, and so I took a little fall, fell on my back and hit my head. So that really forced me to rest and to think a lot about a lot of things. Like it literally knocked something out of me <laughs> or in me. I don't know. So, yeah. but I hear you when you're saying like the planning part, I feel like I am only now just entering into like the new year and I'm super excited. Mm -hmm. I think that's the thing is like, I feel like as women entrepreneurs, especially, you know, we were talking about this before we got on mic, but we also have like so many other responsibilities, you know, we're not just running our business and worrying and like solely focusing on that. And I think when you combine like being a mom or a stepmom, like a spouse, taking care of the house, like all of those other, and our other jobs, like all of that on top of it, 
when you add all that pressure to have everything organized, like something's got to give. And sometimes it ends up being our businesses, which can be good or bad, mm -hmm. but or like positive or negative. But I think at the end of the day, like giving ourselves the space to kind of like compartmentalize the different sections to help them flow better together um, is a great way to do it. So I feel like I spent like the first week really organizing my house. The second week, you know, organizing my inbox, my business, that kind of thing. The third week, starting to think about goals. Like I didn't think about that in the first week like I normally do. So it's like allowing those like layers in will create that sustainability throughout the year. I'm going to be honest. My house is not organized <laughs> and my inbox is a shit show. So <laughs> I love that. I like planning. My personal <laughs> inbox is a shit show too, I will say. And I was just saying like, Yesterday, I had let these girls know my voice was gone, and I don't. I think it was my body telling me to slow down, and I canceled a few things that I needed to. Still a little croaky right now, but I, when I get excited about planning, I can overplan, which is sometimes mm. a problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, overplanning gets me too. One of the things that I've taken into consideration, like leading into this year as a woman entrepreneur and as a leader is saying to myself one thing at a time. Um, I find I can multitask and I can do multiple things, many things, but it, it's too much. I find my, it's like, I get, I go to burn it. Yep. I yep. get sick. I, all those things happen to me and I'm finding, I just have to even say it out loud, Sarah, one thing at a time, whether it's my business or the not-for-profit, right? It's, and it's helping. Yeah. I'm only in the first month of saying that to myself right now. <laughs> actually, you know what's interesting is I'm actually pulling up on my phone right now. There was um, a post that I saw today that said, I became a millionaire by 23. And she wrote, like, without rich daddies and all of these things. But she wrote, I became a multimillionaire because of my habits. And then she lists out 10 habits that you need to become a liquid millionaire. And this brings up, you know, you might not desire to be a millionaire, but it shows like habits of success and that are going to make you feel good and set you up for like the life you desire, whatever that is. It doesn't have to be monetary. But one of the things that she wrote in here is um, doing something until it's done. Time blocking is for workers. Millionaires and CEOs do things to its completion and don't let anything stop them. So I find, you know, I used to use time blocking on my calendar a lot and say from this hour to this hour, I'm going to do this. But then I wasn't finished what I was doing and I'd feel the pressure to move on to the next thing I time blocked. And then you end up touching a bunch of things but never completing them. Oh, I really appreciate this right, right yes. now because I have some friends that do that. And I'm always like, oh, yeah, I need to do that. Yes. And I never get my act together to actually do it. But that's helpful to know that that doesn't actually solve any problem. <laughs> no, exactly. And like, if you're in an admin role and you're supporting other people, yeah, maybe that works because you need to do certain things at certain times. But as a leader, whether it's leader self-leadership in your life or in your work or in your business, you need to be able to complete things. You are the person getting the things over the finish line. It's not everybody else around you. Yeah. So if you don't yeah. take that initial, like take that step, you're never going to get there. And then one other thing from this list that really stood out to me that I was like, oh my God, I'm the guiltiest for. It says close all tabs the night before. Oh God. It means you can focus on your business rather than being caught up on tasks inside of it. Try closing all tabs tonight and watch yourself get more done tomorrow morning than you've usually done in the whole day. And this is crazy because today I went to search something on my phone and I I maxed out the number of Safari tabs I could have on my phone. I was at 500 and they're like, you can't open another tab. Oh, oh my gosh. Because I was just like save things in there to be using bookmarks. 
but my computer, I don't close my tabs. I usually have like 20 things open yep. that are all work-related. And multiple open. windows. Yes. <laughs> and then you're bouncing around between, right? Yep. On Monday, I swear, Monday was the longest Monday of life. I don't know why, but I didn't accomplish anything. I can't tell you that I accomplished one single thing, but I touched like 30 things. <laughs> and that's a problem, right? Yeah. I ended up like at 4 p.m. being like, I can't do this. Like I feel so scattered and I'm not somebody, I usually feel very grounded. So I'm like, okay. So I really didn't meditate today. I haven't done that in a while. I need to get up back on that habit. But why does this feel so jumbled? And when I saw that, I was like, ah, it's the tabs that were open from the Friday before. Well, it's funny because I every tab I can get back to yeah. very quickly. I don't know why I have to leave the tabs open. How many, you have your computer open right now, Sarah. How many tabs do you have open? See, I am You're the closer? opposite. Oh, I am a closer. You are a closer. <laughs> I, but I know what you're saying because with my in my role at the not-for-profit, I I remember having all these tabs open when I first started, and it was overwhelming. So now, in my business and in there, I close them. I'm not. I don't. I have maybe one or two. That's mm. it. Yeah, it's interesting too because I feel like if you switch between roles, like you know in your photography business, you work alone, but you know, in your other businesses and your other roles, you don't work alone. Like, yeah. You work with people yeah. and the same thing for you and the same thing for me. So it's like, we all have like dual roles that we play just in work related things, Never mind our life and appointments and dentist appointments and all those things. But I find it's not about my business stuff that I keep open. It's the actual work marketing agency stuff. And it's because I have a team like on teams, I have a team on teams. My team members reach out to me on teams at any point during the day. And they're like, Hey, can you check this? Can you approve this? What about this? What about that? And like, we have these ongoing conversations. I might've just got off a client call where I had three tabs open to discuss things with them. And, but it's because everything's so fast paced. It's like, I'm bouncing around, but then that's not allowing me to finish anything. So I need to more time block. Like I'm open for calls and questions during this time. And this time is focus work. So it is time blocking in a way, but giving myself the space to actually finish. Stay things. tuned for Andrea's office hours. I know. I like, seriously. Yeah, so I want to hear about that. Yeah. Yes. Office hours. I, yeah. mm -hmm. I, I like want to build on something that you said from the start there yeah. around, um, oh, what you're saying habits. So I'm curious to know from each of you, like what are some of your habits right now, good or bad, or new habits maybe that you do as a woman entrepreneur on a daily basis? Yeah, so one of the things, and this is a week thing, but I have it literally open right now, but at, on every Sunday, I write out my week because it just helps me. I mean, it's in calendars, it's all over the place, but I write out actually what I have to do and I compartmentalize it a bit into what's family, what's my own business with photography and digital storytelling, what's Wolfpack Warriors. And it really helps me just to get it on paper. The weeks that I don't do that, and like every day that I'm checking back, I'm like checking things off, that kind of thing. But when I don't do it, I really notice that I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. yeah. I, sorry, I'm losing my voice. I'm not, not like you, but I just can't, can't speak. Um, one of the things that I did this year, like last year, you were talking a lot about spaciousness, like creating space. And this year, just because of some personal priorities, I have decided I'm not rushing into my laptop every day. Like Sean, my husband wakes up earlier than me. He has to drive an hour each way. So he has a different morning schedule. We don't have the aligned morning schedules, but I used to try and think that I needed to have his aligned morning schedule. 
And the other thing too is in our marketing agency, my team is in Pacific Standard Time. So they, they actually start an hour later than me mm -hmm. and I end up working until after they're done anyways. So why am I trying to get to my laptop at 8 a.m. our time when I'm going to be working till six or yeah. seven our time, okay. right? Like, so I tried to really understand that like, what is going to be more beneficial to me to get a bunch of stuff out of the way before they start or for me to be there while they're actually working and being there. So that works better for me. And what I decided to do was I'm going to sleep till 8 a.m. every day. I don't get up till eight now. And yeah. I used to get up at like six, Amazing. so five thirty, and try and force that. Yeah. And then I shower and I go downstairs and eat breakfast. Like I don't go right to my office and check emails or do anything like that. So the sleep and the eating at proper times was really important to me, and it was something I really struggled with because I can just get in the zone of work and never stop until yeah. I'm like shaking. Yeah. So those are the two big habits that I've changed this year. Congratulations. Thank you. It feels like a good feat, but I love the sleep. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> what What about you? I'd say for me, I've made a big switch. So in the mornings, like my, my family thinks I'm nuts, but it's doing me good, honestly. So I start off, I literally get out of bed, if not after coffee and have a cold bath for oh, five yeah, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and now I think you're crazy too. Yeah. And so I don't put my head under it, but I sit there for five minutes and then I get out, get all bundled up and drink my coffee. Um, and then I do meditation, eat my breakfast, and then I get on with the day. I don't, and I don't check my emails or anything until then. And I found I've been doing this for it's only two weeks now. But I gave, I'm giving myself a month, and it's creating more space in my life because I have more clarity in my brain, and I'm feeling happier, honestly. So yeah, I love that. Nice. Yeah. I started working out in the morning. I similar over COVID, I wasn't getting up till seven. I was staying up late at night to work mm -hmm. instead of switching it around. And prior to that, when I was teaching, I always worked out in the morning. So getting back to that routine has made a noticeable difference. Though I still panic about not working at night, which is probably just a more yeah. chaos thing. I feel you on that because that's another part of this intention. Like I haven't like a hundred percent stuck to, but mostly I've been really good at it. Cause I was doing the same thing. I would stay up to like one or two in the morning because I'd get into a zone, like a night owl zone. And I would just keep working yeah. And My husband would be like, what? I'm going to bed. Like, what are you doing? And I'd be like, I'll be there in half an hour at like nine 30, <laughs> 2 AM. Yeah. Never. Oh, sorry. Um, so I stopped doing that too. Like when I decide, like, even if it's, I cut off work at seven and I'll go make dinner at that time or whatever, even if I'm working a little bit later than normal, I won't go back into work. And I've been leaving my laptop in my office, not downstairs okay. and that's been helpful and it's helped I felt the same feeling you felt like I'd be sitting there trying to watch tv or read a book or do something just like for pure pleasure and I'd be like oh, like I could be answering emails right now I could do you know how much I could get done right now <laughs> yes, exactly <laughs> and you have to fight it because you you know you could be so productive quote unquote yeah but also sometimes those extra hours at night you're not actually as productive as you could be so you're better to get rest and be more productive the next day yeah, yeah. it's so yeah. true and I find kids block that time like when yeah. they get we pick our kids up at five and so once that happens i've got like three and a half hours of like not touching yeah. things usually and so yeah just being conscious of that too yeah it's funny that you say that too because like obviously my stepdaughter's 18 so i don't have to worry about her at all except for providing dinner but um my business partner her daughter's one and a half and that still is like bath and bedtime and dinner and like yeah. all those things right before they ever even eat so she's very the same thing like 4 30 she's kind of offline her yeah. daughter comes home from daycare and then yeah. she has those two or three hours but then she always goes back online yeah. after because she's like i need to because i cut my day short but yeah. family time's important yeah, so yeah yeah i think it's a balance a, i think that's a really good thing to break up because it's like even today yeah it's a half day for school for for my stepdaughter and it's like I they just come home right and it's like <laughs> then you pause your day 
you you know switch you switch identities yeah <laughs> into like a stepmom role making lunch and whatever you yeah. know just stopping everything because that's so important right but it's a real thing and i think people that are listening right now have mo- not everyone has kids out there but a lot of people do whether they're stepkids or your own kids and you have to find that balance and yeah. family to me is number one so but sometimes it also like I love my family, blah, blah, blah. But like, I'm glad that I have that like stop time. And honestly, the nights, because there have been nights where I've been like, oh, I really need to get this thing done. And everything falls apart and people are yelling and you're like, ah, it's not working at all. So actually just not working is way more successful to be there. Spouse, partner, roommate, regardless, right? The dog, who cares? Like it's all of those different things that do require attention. um, And that I am trying to be more conscious of all the time yeah. yeah and maybe those things show up for a reason too those interruptions or those the chaos or something to stop us from actually doing what we're going to do because it'll be better the next day yeah. after we're more rested ah, okay. I also want to say too this brings up another point like we're talking kind of habits that have helped us like you know be more mindful not burn out like kind of bring up that side of things but I want to say there is something to be said especially if you're a new entrepreneur in the beginning, before you get momentum with your business, you you need to put in the work. Like there is no yes. rhyme or reason around it. Like we have all been there. Yes. And I think if you say to yourself, like for the next six months, I'm going to put two, these two extra hours in a day and really bring that needle forward to where I'm like to that next goal, that next like mile marker, you're going to see the results tenfold over the next 10 years. Like you're going to set yourself up for success and not have to be in the place where you're burning the candle at both ends. But I think it's just a matter of like, it's such a personal thing to understand your own schedule. So I might be working till two in the morning, but that does not mean you need to be working till two in the morning. It does not mean like, so I think what I'm trying to say is like, you know, on social media and if you're following a bunch of different entrepreneurs, they might be saying to do it one way, but there is no one way. You have to find what works for your own personal circumstance, your own human design, even your own way of working. And also like, what does your family need? What is like all of these other areas of your life need? And you just can't forget about yourself in the process. So I think there's a, there's a fine balance of deciding what season you're in and also understanding in your head and like committing to yourself. It's only going to be for this season and then reevaluate and see where you're at at the end of that season too. Well, I need some advice actually, because one of the (laughs) things that's happening for me this year is that I am starting to travel to conferences, to different things. And that is a hard place. We talked about a little bit before we came on today that um, like the balance of not asking for permission to go away, but like covering the things that need to happen. The people in your life need to make sure that everybody's taken care of when you do need to go away, but that's been a really hard spot. And that part you're not gonna be able to help me with, but the idea that I go away and then I come back and I feel like I'm panicked because there's like two days of work missed or like I'm doing different work, but it's not the routine stuff that- Or the house is a mess and you're like, how do I function? Yes. (laughs) so like balancing things when I come back yeah I think my like viewpoint on this is that in those moments like you are meant to be doing something else like you have to go to this place because you're choosing to you're meant to you're needed there yeah and I don't think it's fair to expect that you have to come back and do everything like as if you were never gone yeah you know and I think that comes down to asking for what you need and the support you need so whether that's from your spouse whether that's from the kids like I've sat down with my stepdaughter and my husband 
before I go away for trips because I'm usually gone for a solid seven days yeah. and I come back and the house is a freaking disaster and it <laughs> drives me crazy because I'm like life should still go on but does that not show everybody how much I do in the house like I'm not looking for a medal but like could you just keep it up maybe like half pass it maybe yeah. so I'll sit down with them at dinner and say look, I'm going to be gone from this day to this day. It's really important to me that when I come back, because I will have missed a week of work doing other work, that I need the house to be like as if I was still here. So whether that's just making sure that the dishwasher is done daily and that the like garbage is taken out and maybe just the day before I come, if you could pass the vacuum, that would be so good. Yeah. I'll take care of the laundry. I'll do the other stuff that I always do. But if you could just make an effort to do that, that would really help me. And it'd be really important to me. So I like kind of connect it back to why I need them to do it. Yeah. And that's usually when we get the buy-in. If you're just like, why didn't you do X, Y, and Z? It sounds like nagging. Right. But if you say like, it is important to me because of this, this, and this, you know, you'll feel more supported in that. So I think it's like tapping on. And sometimes it's outside of your family too. It's like other people. Yeah. Maybe it's like, for me in the marketing agency, if I have to travel for something else or go to a client, I might say to one of my team members, Hey, I need you to handle these tasks while I'm gone and delegate off. Yeah. And then check back in. I think my problem is that it's not the things that other people do. Yeah. It's the things that I routinely do yeah. that I don't have space for in that time. And that I'm not sure how that's going to roll but out. Can you give away the routines? For this? Can you no. delegate them? Maybe. No, maybe. I'll, I'll give back to you. Okay. <laughs> How you? You can give me advice there. No, I don't have any advice on that. I honestly yeah. don't. I think quite how you answered it is perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I think the only other thing I could add here is that also managing your own expectations. So like, no matter, I don't know what specifically it is you're talking about, but I can't expect myself to come back on a Sunday night at 1130 PM. So that's usually when my flight comes in, unpack, do all the laundry, clean up everything, answer the 300 emails, yeah. 300, 300 30, emails I have and be ready for Monday morning at 9 AM. Like yeah. I can't expect that i want to do that i would love to be like that but that's just not realistic in sleep right like you yeah. have to sleep somewhere so whatever it is that you're talking about and like dealing with that catch-up how do you be more realistic of yourself it's like hey this is what happens every time i travel and i'm not gonna worry about this for a week until after i get back i like that okay Delegate or delay? There you go. Oh, there we go. Coined it. Something yeah, that, totally. Something that's Hashtag. coming up for me now that I've learned, like within my family, like if I'm like even just being at home and stuff, and when you're busy or you're just things are moving quite quickly, I say to myself, if there's something wrong, I either talk to them and ask what I need. Okay, let's go with a dishwasher right now. Okay, <laughs> so if the dishwasher, I don't really care how it's packed, but if it's like if it's like three dishes in there, it's like, or anyways, we can go into this, but <laughs> it's like, say what you need yeah. and why you need that. Right. And another thing that's really helped me even also just saying in your brain, they're just being 110% themselves mm -hmm. right now by doing whatever's happened. They're just being 110% them. And it's so true. Yeah, even though so good. like, just say it in your brain. Be like, if you see something you're like, Oh God, it's like, ah, it's just 110% of Yep. and because it's so true that just hit me like a brick wall but like in a good way like I just like walked into that <laughs> I literally could cry because not like we're an emotional place but just like that just makes so much sense right mm -hmm. and it kind of removes the pressure of me feeling like Aww. I have to make things a certain way you know exactly oh my God. 
110 percent. that's a gem that is a gem a little gem my wisdom <laughs> i do want to see like a picture in facebook of like a well put together dishwasher now oh I've it's got this not vision. really <laughs> that would be more my mom sorry mom but <laughs> but yeah. like it's yeah okay my husband gets on my case all the time because he sees me he'll like load the dishwasher or my stepdaughter will and like i'll quietly go over you reorganize like, or the next time i put something in i'll reorganize it because it's there's a way that there's this, a space and, yes situation there is a situation <laughs> and if you put all the big containers on the top shelf there's no room for cups and yeah etc we could go on all day i think i actually have talked to this on the past episode like, I think I you to. Yes. Yeah. but i think it's like it's like the, i feel like it's the hill i will die on yep. like it's the one thing i've let go of so much you know living with teenagers but mm. I think it's the hill I'm gonna die on and I don't even have a good reason for it. It's just that's my the thing. one. That's the one. Okay. Not in clean counters. Uh, <laughs> so I gotta tell you a story. So while we're on this right now, it's all part of being a woman entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> so we I have a bad habit. And it's in the morning. <laughs> I like my husband likes to make his lunch or if he does breakfast one morning. I will clean up everything, even though he's not done using it. <laughs> and it drove him nuts. So one day he told me, he's like, you've got to stop. And I'm like, oh, I got it. So now I leave everything on the table, including a coffee cup from the morning. Yeah. I'm so proud of myself. That is a, that, I couldn't do that. That is a huge feat. It's a personal accomplishment. <laughs> um, I feel like there's more that I want to dive into here. Yeah. Around, I want to know, like, this year, the past year, like how, as a woman entrepreneur, like what's, what's going on in your life? Like what's happened in a nutshell, as a woman entrepreneur, what are some of the amazing things that have showed up to this date? Just the key points that you've learned, learning moments, <laughs> let's call that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. What has happened? Lots of things have happened. Yeah. But one of the things that I'm really excited about is with digital storytelling. And I think I told you guys I'm going to Uganda in March. And it involves universities, it involves training healthcare providers, and it's just a different level of what I have been doing. And it's kind of unexpected. I, so, yeah. Not something that I planned for, but it's really exciting. But on the flip side, that means that other things have to take a backseat. So I have to reprioritize some things and have conversations about what I'm reprioritizing and get it straight for myself what I need to reprioritize. So obviously that already came out of what I've asked you because those kinds of things, you can't make space for something new without yeah. saying no to something else. I'm like, what is that? Yeah, that's, been, that's right. been like a hard lesson this year. It's kind of, yeah. this is what resonates with me for a lot of women in entrepreneurship and business and leadership even is, and I think it's just like natural, the way things naturally happen, but we can have all of the things we want, yeah. but maybe just not all at the same time. And I think that quote has stayed with me or expression has stayed with me for so long because it's so true. Like I have done so many things in my life, but never at the same time, like it was always at different times. And even now, whenever I'm like, you know, dreaming up a new coaching program or wanting to do this or do that, I have to say to myself, okay, what, what is that priority? Like, what do I actually want to do right now? And what will be sustainable for the next six months of the year? And is maybe this new thing that I'm dreaming up actually like a, like a future dream that I'm going to put here and let sit here and then I'll come back to it. And um, I think going off what you said, Christy, that was my biggest lesson last year too, where I was trying to run two businesses and it just was so much. So 
I had the opportunity to join my friend and past client as a partner in a marketing agency and help her grow it and scale it. But I also have my coaching business and I had to take a step back from that in terms of doing no marketing, not trying to sell any new programs, just work with my existing clients and allow the marketing agency to grow because that opportunity was in front of me and it made sense. And I, everything I had done for the last five years had built to that moment. So to get that opportunity and be able to do that and feel so good doing it, something had to give because I didn't have enough hours in the day. So we can have all we want, but maybe not all at the same time. Beautifully said. That's not the first time somebody has said that to me either. Mm -hmm. And that, so it stood out the first time and then we kind of forget about it, right? Yeah. Like those things you see as posts or like a tidbit somebody like tells a you. Mug with it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but it, like, it just needs a reminder occasionally. Yeah. We need to like put pop-ups in our calendar of that statement. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love that. Reminder on March 12th. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Sarah? Um, the massive like learning curve that came for me kind of all came together like towards the end. And it, it was about just knowing that because I love, I'm an ambitious woman and there's so many squirrels out there that are exciting and bright colors and shiny things. But I realize now that everything that I need and everything that I desire is already inside of me and that I have what I need. Like, I don't need, to, it's not that I don't want to keep learning. It's not that, but I don't need to do that right now. I have everything I need and all the tools I need to be who I am. And I just need to use that. Yeah. Um, I, I also believe a big learning coming out of that. It's very similar. All of us, we're both all the same, right? Where you know, I started a new position in a not-for-profit as a leader, and then I also have my business. But it was creating that space in there. Like, spaciousness is a big word for me this year. And I'm really proud of myself by where I'm going right now to create that. So I just need you guys to keep me accountable. Just keep me yeah. <laughs> so that rest piece is so important to me. And I'm realizing that beyond, like, measures of how much it is because there's so much more goodness that comes out of me and I'm a better person when I am rested yeah. and like those juicy, good ideas, like they, that's when they come mm -hmm. or not even the ideas just to be able to move like the today. Energy. Yeah. Like today I moved a whole thing to life for my swim event. You know, this is a second year. It's like you said, right at the beginning, I like took it, I took it right from the beginning to the end. Yeah. Done. We're good. Pretty Ooh. much. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I think that's, um, that comes full circle for everything that we're talking about today. Like our adjusted habits, how are we including more rest? How are we like all of those things that we've talked about have come back to what you just reflected on and how at the end of the day, as an entrepreneur, as a woman entrepreneur, we have to create that balance for ourselves and find what's important to us and prioritize what's important to us. And I think um, my only tidbit of that is that the only way to do that is to look inwards and, and ask yourself. Like the answer is, like you said, you have everything you need that is within you already. It's just how do you access that? What do you need to be able to be your best and show up? And how can you like create that balance for yourself? Any closing words, Christy? No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you want to add, Andrea? No, I think, um, you know, the last time we talked about entrepreneurship specifically, like one of the ideas that we really drove home, is like, if you have an idea and you want to do something, just do it. Just go out there and do it. There's no right, right way to do it. There's no wrong way to do it. It's just taking those risks and trying something out. And I think, you know, the amount of times I've done that in my life and watch it pay off, 
it, it just comes back tenfold and your fulfillment and your enjoyment and everything else just comes along with it. So well, and when it doesn't work out yeah. or part of it doesn't work out, you learn something from it and you bring that Absolutely. forward. Nuggets with you. of gold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes, ditto. Well, I yeah. think that's a great place to stop. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Christy and Andrea, for being here today. Thank you for all the women and beyond. Thank you for Alder Cafe and Grocery for having us here in this beautiful location. You guys got to come. Oh, yeah. They have excellent breakfast. I came here on a date breakfast the other weekend. So they also have a gelato bar. That alone. I yeah. love gelato. So thank you everybody for coming and listening to Raw Collective Podcast. We will catch you next month in March at a location to be decided. And a topic. Actually, you know what? We already know that. Can we talk? Let's post a picture of it in the the Facebook group. So there's a book that we've been reading and it's called The Collective Wisdom of High-Performing Women. It's Canadian, and Christy suggested this, and it's an amazing book. So we are going to be talking about this. Christy, where are we going next? We might be going to Aurora Tattoo, which is right across the street. To be clear, I don't think we're getting tattoos that No, day. we're just going to... I gonna... will not be getting a tattoo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would, honestly, but I'm so excited. <laughs> That's awesome. So thank you, everybody, for listening to Raw Collective Podcast. Have a beautiful weekend.